Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour et bienvenue à Rendez-vous avec des sucres et des spices. Je m'appelle Aspen. Je m'appelle Danny. Je m'appelle... <laughs> Just kidding. If, um, uh, I apologize to our audience. Um, and if my French professor, shout out Elise, is listening to this, um, I'm really sorry. I know my pronunciation is uh, atrocious. Um, So let's start from the beginning in English, shall we? Because yes, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's it's probably better that way. Um, hello, 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 and welcome to a date with sugar and spice. I'm your host Aspen English, and um, yeah, I'm in my third semester of French, and I hate it. You're loving it. No, I hate it. J'aime beaucoup. No, <laughs> no, je n'aime pas beaucoup. Or like tu aimes beaucoup? No, <laughs> je n'aime pas beaucoup. beaucoup. Yeah. Je déteste, je déteste le français. I know, me too. <laughs> In case you were wondering uh, what we were saying, it was just, uh, she's like, you love French? And I'm like, no, I don't love French a lot. Technically, And I said I love French because I said uh, j'aime beaucoup. Just but that's, no, gross. <laughs> See, I can't even understand it. Yeah, yeah um, French 2010, me, me and that class We don't get along. They vibe. Uh, She's no, <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone, I, I swear, like everyone in that class is like uh, some high school. Like, I mean, just Ooh. barely got out of high school last year, and it's taken three years of French. And oh, it's we just love like, that. Yeah, and I'm like, I see. Here's my problem. I took Spanish uh. for a year and a half. Why'd you switch? <sighs> okay, hold on. You gotta, you gotta listen to my whole story. <laughs> I took Spanish, and then when I was 15, I went to Italy. We talked about this on last week's episode of the podcast. Um, I went to Italy, and so I took Italian for a semester. Mm -hmm. So I took it for a semester, learned a little bit, and then I ended up going to it. I lived in Italy for a month, so mm -hmm. I got pretty good at Italian. But the problem is with Italian and, and Spanish, they're very similar. So all my Spanish Oof. that I knew turned into Italian. And then... I come here and let me tell you the story. It was my it was my second semester here. It's fall of 20 No wait, it's spring of 2020 and I'm or I'm registering for classes and my, um, my I have to take a language class because I'm getting a BA, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, am I going to take Spanish, which is at eight in the morning, <laughs> or I'm going to or am I going to take French, which is at 11? So, so me, French. I'm being stupid, <laughs> and I pick I pick French because because why would I get I refuse I've never taken an 8 a.m. class and I refuse mm -hmm. to ever try. Right. So I did that and I have regretted it ever since because yeah, you just defaulted to the harder class. Exactly. <laughs> and now I don't know any Spanish and I don't mm -hmm. know any Italian because it all turned to French. It's so similar, but also French is the worst of all because it's, it's like so hard. It's just adding letters and subtracting sounds. It's like. And More then flipping the sentences when yes. they want to. It's oh, so weird. It's so dumb. But anyway, you know, enough about French. Um, I mean, I think it kinda it kind of ties in because it's a love language and this is like, you know, the podcast the where we podcast? talk about oh dating, love, and everything. Whatever I say in the intro. It was mm -hmm. just too many words for me to say in French. Yes. So without further ado, allow me to introduce this week's guest, the wonderful Danny Muret. <laughs> Is yes. that how you say your last name? Uh, it's you know what's weird? It's actually French, and so Shut it's up. <laughs> it's Je detest Murray. Okay, well, but but Americanized because we're in America. Murat. Okay, how do you say it? Uh, Murat. I'm lame. Murat. Okay, yeah. so wow, French really ended up working well right for into me? the theme. I know. Uh, okay. 
Well, Danny, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm Danny Moret, and I'm a Mireille. super... Mireille. Mireille. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Je m'appelle Danny Mireille. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a super senior. Ugh, disgusting. Just kidding. I love SUU. Go T-Birds. And, <laughs> and I'm studying political science and communications um, with a minor in Spanish. Disgusting. So, uh, just kidding. Spanish uh, is the way to go. Yeah, I've definitely taken mm-hmm. some of those 8 a.m. classes, I think. <sighs> Maybe? I'm sure. sure. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. It's been a while. Oof. Um, yeah, and I work at Vasa. Oh, I'm becoming a personal trainer. So yes. if, anybody, if anyone wants to get their fitness on, come hit me up at Vasa. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I'm not that interesting. That's it. No, I mean, you also work in the news. Oh, yeah. News editor. Shout out That's to right. We love Hayden. And we do love Hayden. <laughs> Hayden, if it, I know that Hayden like tries to listen to my podcasts, but I don't think he always does. So Hayden, if you're listening to, to this, you. yeah. And, and, and one more thing that I got to add in, because if you're listening to this, it's likely that it's either Thanksgiving, which, the, which is when this podcast is scheduled to air or it's like right after Thanksgiving. So Hayden, we're thankful for you. Oh yes. We are yeah. so thankful for you. We, the best. we, you know, we at the news, um, we are grateful to have a very, a very incredible team. And, and the best mentor. The best mentor. And it's just like the vibes in the news office. If you've it ever is. been in the news office, you know the vibes are immaculate. They are. Well, all of us just have mental health issues. <laughs> but it, it just makes it yeah, it just makes for a really hilarious environment. It's like, you know, the TikTok sound that goes like, add a little bit of spice. It's that. Sugar and spice. The, oh my gosh, everything is tying in so good. Okay, yeah. So welcome. Let me hold on. Can I can I go back? Um <laughs> Bonjour, 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 et bienvenue à la a date with sugar and spice. Yes, <laughs> there's our intro. There's our intro. I should just have Nate cut that and use that um, yes. in, in the beginning forever, so I don't have to keep saying it. But and insert like salt bay or something. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't he also French? I don't know. <laughs> too many French things. <laughs> too many French things. Well, speaking of French things, um. You know, this is a dating podcast, and we actually brought Danny onto the podcast today for 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 a kind of French-related reason. So, Danny, tell us about your love life. You know, it's so funny. This is actually maybe the first time we've ever had something published on us because we don't even post on Instagram. So now I feel weird about really? this podcast. Just kidding. Um, yeah, so I'm dating a French man. Shout out to my Frenchies. You guys are awesome. Wait, his, what's his name? His name's Irvin. Actually, I don't know how to say it. It's Urban. Urban. <laughs> Evan. Urban, yeah. Urban. He's, it's he's really cool. hard to say R's. And Urban. 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 reverting to German. But yeah. Okay, okay. God, just, just like the most ignorant people. <laughs> I, you know what? Can I Can I just really quick? Let me. Okay, I'm going to put an apology and a little uh, musical bit in here. Um, to any French people who are listening to this podcast. I'd like to apologize on behalf of my ignorance and my hatred for the language. All right, <laughs> continuing the podcast. Yes, yeah, so I'm dating a French boy, and he's awesome. We actually went to Paris together, which is Wait, cool. what? Yeah, so, like, we were dating, and literally my dad wanted to do, like, you ever have those dads that just want to, like, ask for forgiveness for not being a part of your uh, life? Yes. Like, like doing, like, full-set like, European trips? Wow. That's, again, like, brutally honest. Oh, my goodness. My dad was like, yo, do you want to go on a European trip with your sister and her boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's go do that. 
and like me and my boyfriend had just started dating and I was like, can I come visit you in Paris? And he oh, was and like, he yeah. was living in Paris? Yeah, well, I mean, he's from there. So like, he'll just like go stay with his mom. Right. There. So he's like, yeah, come see me. And so we went to Paris. Well, I visited him in Paris and it was like amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay, wait, so how long have you been dating and how did you meet? Two and a half years and wow. basically at SUU. Long story short, yeah. Okay, okay. That's actually really cool because I've, I've interviewed people who have been dating like their significant... I don't think... I think that might be the longest relation. I guess we have oh a, a couple like high school relationships, but but even those I don't think have quite lasted that, that. That's... I'm just saying, that's impressive. Yeah, you know, it's going on three years actually in January. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, okay. You're literally two months away from your anniversary then. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my like gosh. Yeah. Okay, and so you met at SU because I'm assuming he's an international student, mm-hmm. right? So he grew up in in Paris. Yep, he grew up in Paris, born and raised. Wow. So it was so fun. Like we went there, and basically he toured me around. And it's crazy because like all the other people that I talked to that have been to France as like tourists are like, oh my god, touring there is pretty terrible because it's so touristy. Everyone wants to see the Eiffel Tower, you know, like uh, the Museum of Louvre and stuff like that. And he was just like, oh, we're going to go at the times where it's, like, not super crowded. And then he took me to all, like, the local spots. What? And it was just amazing. And he told me I love you in Paris. And it was <gasps> just, like, so cool. <laughs> Wait, did so you, romantic. did you, hold on. Did you ever watch um, uh, Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, but not religiously to know, like, a reference. Oh, okay. I'm well, sorry. No, it's okay. This is, okay, this is to all, I'm just thinking because I, I was a religious Phineas and Ferb watcher, in my opinion. Uh, best children's cartoon ever made actually and i i will i will stand by that um but there's this episode like this in aired on disney channel and this is like it was like a big deal basically it was like summer around the world and they like uh anyway for some reason they're in they're in um they're in paris and it's candace and jeremy Mm -hmm. and i think that's when um they become official they become official in in paris and 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 like Candace is on a bridge or in a boat or something and Jeremy is like will you be my girlfriend oh my and it's God. then there's a little like musical number so basically what you're telling me is I'm a cliche yeah no exactly <laughs> or or you're a Disney love story oh that's true is that I, Disney yeah it is oh wow look at that I'm like a princess I basically shout out to Dan Pavenmeyer or however you say his name Dan if you're watching this can you sponsor us I've been trying to get sponsors on this podcast who's for Dan Dan is like it's so he's on TikTok, oh. and that's the re- but he he was one of the creators of Phineas and Ferb, and he also oh. voices a bunch of he voices Doofenshmirtz, and Very like, cool. and I think he might do the Perry the Platypus noise, the <laughs> noise. I can't do it, but well, that sounds like a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, so that's 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 basically it. That's like the pinnacle of our, of our relationship, and then it's just been like college and doom for the past. <laughs> college and doom. <laughs> for the past two years of us just Aww. like doing homework and studying together because we're both political science majors literally uh-huh. doing the same like track international relations oh, wow. so we have a lot of classes together and it's just like us like fighting over the classes and wow. you're wrong and i'm right and arguing and debates and homework assignments together and as someone who's trips. who's dating a political science major as well yes. like wow that must be intense like i can't even imagine like political science majors. oh my god it's like my whole life I mean it's cool because it's like obviously I want to do well in school and I want to have my life focused around my majors so having someone who's also interested in the same thing has been fun yeah but it's it's been uh interesting because we've definitely had a lot of debates and when <laughs> I first started off I was not as good as him and he will tell you that for a fact that he 
taught me a lot of things. Do you think that your like debate slash knowledge, your skills or whatever have like increased? Oh my God. Yes, dude. And not, not even just because of him, just because of the French people in general. I just feel like, yes, international students know so much. And I just feel like when I talk to them, just like their knowledge and and view of the world is just so interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, just in a sense, like I, I definitely, I mean, I, it's kind of all relative because, like, obviously I've been in school for the past few years. Right. So my political knowledge has gone up because I work at the Journal and, like, I have classes in political science and I work at the Levitt Center and all this stuff. So that has helped. But the main thing that has helped is just, like, honestly, our relationship because literally we're such nerds and all we'll, all we'll do when we're, like, relaxing at home is, like, watch political podcasts and news shows oh and my talk goodness. about it. Yeah, we're lame. But You're nerds. We you are, are nerds. We're political nerds. I mean, that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with a nerd. Like, I, I think it's kind of fun sometimes. Um, and I will say, like, uh, the same thing. Like, I have definitely become more politically savvy because of, like, the things that my boyfriend and I talk about, uh-huh. like, in our free time. And it's just, like, like I will always ask him questions about about legal, political, any any sort of current events. And uh-huh. it's just, like, because I don't, I don't always have time to, like. No, it's hard. To, you know, keep sure. up with everything. Yeah. No, if you're not, like, in the field, I mean. I mean, you could have a general knowledge, and then you have your like your morals and values that kind of set up your political ideology, right? But like, if you're not in the field, like studying it all the time, right, it's hard to keep up. And even me, like, even though I'm like super into it, there's some, there's gonna always be some sort of news that you haven't heard of, right? And right. That people are like, oh, did you hear about this? No. <laughs> wow. Okay, wait. So, so this is bringing up a question for me, and and it like because it kind of has to do with um, relationships, but it's also like bringing in the political side. So, do you think? Okay, this is a two-part question. Um, first part is the question itself. Do you think that, how, or at least how much do people have to agree or have the same political viewpoints in order to be a successful relationship? Oh. And then follow up, um, I'm asking this because my parents, when they first got married, uh, they, uh, like, they... I know they voted like for different candidates mm-hmm. in like all the elections that I remember. It's just like they've they've never been like affiliated with the same groups, like yeah, political, political groups. Parties, so yeah. so what's your thoughts on that? I mean, it just depends on your on the person, right? Like if True. you're someone that's not super involved or you don't have like hardcore beliefs that you're like I live by these set of principles mm-hmm. and I live by this like political party cuz I mean, we only have two in America, so we're super polarized right now especially. Right. Um, I just think it depends on the person. Like me, I'm pretty set in stone in my beliefs. Like we we can argue and debate, and if you have actually deba- debatable points and you make a good case for your argument, like I can see it. But if you're like, <laughs> you're like an asshole. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna like date you. I'm gonna Absolutely be like, no, not. you're a terrible person, a terrible human being, and I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. So I just, I guess it just depends on who you are. But for me personally, no. If someone didn't like have the same morals as me i could not be with them that being said it doesn't have to be we have to agree on everything it's just like the basic tenets of my life that i live by right Right. like my basic morals yeah you say you say morals and and i i think that's interesting because you know not being a political Mm -hmm. person i mean i'm not political but i have i feel like i have very strong morals and 
And my morals definitely, like exactly what you said, they shape my my political beliefs. But it's like, is is that like how it should be? Is that how politics should be? Should they rely on morals? Wait, or? are we a political podcast or is this a love podcast? <laughs> so I mean, this is this is here. Li- obviously, you've I mean, never. I'd, rather, I'd much rather talk about. This obviously, 100%. you've never listened to our podcast before. Um, <laughs> Sorry, because uh, just I'm calling Danny out right now. <laughs> no, you're fine. But um, we've talked about uh, new words. Oh, uh, we've cool. talked about um, we've talked about like the ideal first date we've talked about mm. um we've talked about return missionaries we have had a, a missionary like send us a recording and then we stuck it in the the episode That's we've cool. we've talked about so um, basically it's open discussion so it's like it's open discussion and then listen don't tell the audience but but i think i think that these podcasts are a lot funner when um when we can start with maybe the conversation starter is dating or oh, something and then like we that, just and we like, branch out. Yeah. Okay, just to go back to answering your questions, I feel like politics is tied into morality, right? Because mm-hmm. politics is basically like the how you distribute resources and how you gather them and how like you determine who gets what. Right. Um, it also determines like who you put into power. That's true. Um, right? So if I have someone who I don't agree with, that's basically my leader, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Like, I, I I just feel like your morals do have a big say, and especially when it comes to, like, big government decisions, right? Like, abortion would be one of them, right? That's right. a political um, topic. And if government should have, you know, the right to interfere in your life, or you think that they do have the right to, if you want to tie... Uh, if you want to have a true separation of, you know, church and state, yeah. right? And, and so many other topics. I'm just taking this because this is the first example that comes to my mind. Right. And that's a huge one. It's like abortion, right? There's so many other factors. It's like, you know, for me, like, do you believe, believe in a, a individual autonomy or do you want to give more power to your government? It's basically like, how do you want y- your life to be? I mean, that's what yeah. politics is. It's how you structure your life and structure societal life. I guess right? I've never thought about it that way. But when you when you put it, when you tie politics so closely into life. Um, because it is. I, that's yeah. what it is. You know, it, it, politics isn't just like some weird concept that we talk about and these abstract things. It's like everyday reality for everyone. Like the bills and the legislation that go into effect affect your life. You know, whether yeah. it's your taxes, what you're paying for, like. You know, sometimes it can be your love life. I mean, you got to remember, like, gay marriage wasn't legalized until what, 2016? Mm -hmm. Even my relationship would actually be frowned upon because we're interracial. Right. Mm -hmm. That I, you know, like, okay, that's so maybe, maybe politics do have more to do with dating than, than, no, I really think so because it's like, it's what you believe, it's how you think life should be. You know, I don't know. That's, that's how I view it anyway, as I've gotten more into it. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that. I mean, when you, especially in today's world, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the topics that are on our minds, circulating the news, um, in our social media feeds, they are going to be political. And so, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, you have to have some sort of common ground with your partner in order to yeah. r- retain a healthy relationship, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you don't agree, that can be a super heavy, like, source of contention. No, in for that sure. And then what if that like enters your personal life what if right. like just you know for the f- sake of argument you do get pregnant 
Right. And someone in the relationship isn't religious or doesn't believe in those values, mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to get an abortion. That's a big topic and a big, like, life-changing decision. Right. You know, and if your partner isn't on board with it, like. That's true. I Oh, man. Like, literally, that could that could be the end of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I feel like for me personally, it's, yeah, we have to be on the same page. Like, honestly, even before, like, I was dating and even in, like, my friendships and stuff, like, I like to know where you stand. Yeah. Like, that'll probably be one of the first things I talk to you about. Yeah. You know, like. I don't know. I'm just not someone who, like, talks about, like, frivolous stuff. Mm-hmm. I like to be deep, I think. Yeah. You, know? you don't want to talk about the weather? Yeah, exactly. It's really nice outside today. No, it is, though. <laughs> 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 um, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just, it's everything. And I, spe- I think especially nowadays, just with, like, the current political climate and just how it's gotten so polarized and right. so crazy. And we ha- we do have you know, really, really fringe politics. People who are on either the extreme right or the extreme left. There's, I don't really feel like there's a, a common central ground anymore. Right. And, and I brought up the example of my parents, like my parents uh, being in different political parties when they mm-hmm. were married because I feel like, like, I feel like that was more acceptable back then because I, and I think you're touching on it right now, I think that there was more middle ground. So I don't think they were forced to be so polarized. I don't think they, they had to think in as yeah. many extremes because, and I, and I don't know why, and, and I, maybe it's just. I think I have an answer for that. I think there was more yeah. unity around politics back then just because we don't have the climate that we do now. I think media and social media. True. And the way True. we disseminate information, it's so much easier to get access to stuff and also so much easier to be misinformed, too. That right. we do because have because of media, sometimes right? Too. No, no, 100%. You know, um, so I think it's so much easier to have these like really extreme beliefs, you know, and, and, and just thinking about like, for example, a big, 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 big debate back then was like, we can't be communists. You know, like, we have to go against the Soviet Union. Uh We don't believe in that. So everyone was kind of unified against the communists. Or, for example, after 9-11, like, we were kind of, like... Unified against terrorism. Exactly. But as, like, life has progressed and we have more access to outside information and we we realize, like, oh, you know, maybe the United States isn't, you know, the greatest. Or not saying that it is or isn't. But that we have, we have definitely. But people had our are faults. coming to these realizations at a faster we're not pace, right? Yeah, that we're yeah. not perfect, and that we have had our hand in meddling in these affairs, right? Mm-hmm. And that, like, maybe we should question, like, the Palestinian and an Israeli conflict instead of just, you know, demonizing a certain group. Interesting. Okay, I I want to ask now. Um, have have you and your boyfriend ever had like a political fight? Like, have you ever like what was your biggest fight like oh. over? I don't know, because we kind of agree on stuff, but <laughs> I think, like, the only debate I can think of isn't really politif- political. It was more of, like, an when is, like, when you think humanity is going to be done was oh, this question to me. interesting. And for me, I couldn't give him, like, a finalized, like, answer. I was just kind of like, I don't know. I would have to do some research about that. And he's yeah. like, I don't it's such a weird question and then we got in a huge debate about it and it was I don't really remember the outcome it was (laughs) such a long time ago but we haven't had anything where it's been like whoa he believes in something I totally disagree with yeah and so like we need to hash this out you know well that's good for for your relationship that's probably why we lasted so long (laughs) (laughs) but wow like I I think that 
I mean, everything that you're saying about like um, the polarization of political beliefs and especially, you know, the same thing that has been happening in our in our relationships. You you said something about like, um, you know, we talked about how that was furthered and even um, made worse. You, I mean, maybe better, but mostly worse because of the media. I don't think worse would be the right word. Like more I, complicated? I, more complicated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't want to give it a negative connotation just because like I mean, we are the media. So we we do yeah. like we do like <laughs> the media. Yeah, we do like the media. But I mean, when we talk about media, we're talking about all platforms, right? We're not True. talking about news organizations specifically, but just to just to, you know, end the point. Yeah. The whole point being is that we have more access to information at our fingertips than our parents probably did. Absolutely. Know? We have a Google a Google search and and everything is right there. And yeah. I think you you said like something about the Palestinian like conflicts that are going on right now. I, imagine living, imagine being in your parents' shoes when they were our age. Imagine being yeah. 20 years old and it's 1987 mm -hmm. or something like that. And you don't have like the World Wide Web, yeah. really. Yeah. How would you even learn about that sort of stuff? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, my, it's really interesting to hear from my political science professors because like think about like the the time of Vietnam, right? Yeah. So it like there was a huge question of freedom of speech during this time because people basically weren't allowed to say anything that would damage the government and the government's um like effort, like the war effort. Oh, okay. Anything yeah. that went against the war effort for the government like was a no-no. So so you couldn't say like I don't think I, we like should I'm be like if you're protesting. Yeah, exactly. If you're protesting Vietnam, like you can't do that. Like you yeah. sh people would literally go after them that would be like treason right yeah so it's just like i don't know if it'd be treason i just think it might be a violation of freedom of speech i'm not i'm not like an expert in that or anything but this still it's, like it's, it's interesting yeah my whole point being is that i feel like back then if we really want to talk about censorship and stuff i feel like back then it was more so like if you're someone mm. that was like you know going against what the government was going for which was like vietnam and you know anti-communism and stuff like that like you, you really had it handed to you basically interesting so how do you feel being um you know a, i wouldn't say like a member of the, a, a journalist a, a contributor to the media um how does that like do you feel do you ever feel a, a sense of weight or a sense of like responsibility mm -hmm. when you write things or the way that you educate people and yeah. write what you write no for sure because it's like you know there's so many there's so many narratives that surround like what the media is trying to do, right? Like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this is, uh, th the media's narrative is trying to get you to think this way and like they're biased and they're, they shouldn't be opinionated. And you know, whenever someone doesn't agree with like a huge narrative, they're like fake news, fake news, fake news, right? right. And so for me uh, going into journalism, it's like I have to have a certain amount of professionalism and just stuff to back up my claims, right? I can't just go out there and be like, you know, Joe Biden's a racist and just say that without any like proof. Where's right. my evidence? Like you can have, be biased and you can you can have your own opinion when you're in the news. Yeah. But it's just like you have to have a foundation for those claims. And it's really, really frustrating sometimes because it's just like it ties into every aspect of my life because people will be like, Oh, you're going into journalism, so let's talk about yada yada yada. And then they have like, to be honest, like political talking points that they throw at you and it's 
sometimes really difficult to deconstruct their arguments sometimes. I don't know if you've ever yeah. had this. No, I, I, I think I think a little bit because it, depending on the way that they frame the question, mm -hmm. uh, it, they could be kind of like using a fallacy or yeah. or trying to twist the question or, or something like that. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, and for me, it's usually ad hominem arguments that get thrown at me. Okay, like explain for the audience what that is. Ad hominem arguments are basically like you're doing a personal attack rather than attacking the person's like information. Okay. So an ad hominem, ad hominem attack, the easiest one I can think of is like, you're a woman, you don't know anything. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's something like that. Something stupid. Or like, oh, you're in college. Like, you haven't even finished your degree. Something like that. Something to, they're knocking down your credibility by mm -hmm. attacking but your my personal character. character. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So that's like the number one thing I can usually think of when I'm arguing with someone. Like, the most recent debate I can think of is someone was trying to tell me that the South succeeding wasn't like, I don't remember. Basically, it wasn't, honestly, I don't remember. So I'm going <laughs> to, that point is moot. Sorry. But yeah. I, he, anyway, I was having this debate with this guy and we did, we, we had some sort of disagreement and he was just like you should go back to school da 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 instead of like actually attacking my argument right you know just trying to make me uncomfortable by attacking me as a person that would be ad hominem attacks interesting and so that's usually what i get when it comes to like debating those yeah. things well and and you also have to remember like it's that affects not only the way that if it's a debate, not only the way that the the debate is perceived, but also mm -hmm. like how the winner is determined, right? Yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't know like a ton about like debate, uh, formality. Rule. Yeah, any of that stuff. But but if you're like attacking the other person, that's that's not great on your character, right? I mean, yeah, but I c I kind of think that formality has gone out the window, especially with the last few elections. True. You know. Yeah. So I don't think people care if they attack your character or if they're going against like. I don't think people care that, you know, someone is actually debating the ideas that you're bringing to the table mm -hmm. or if they're, like, calling you nicknames and stuff. Do you think any of that is because of social media? Like, I'm, I, like genuinely, this is just a question that popped into my head, but I think that we used to be more formal mm -hmm. on the Internet. Like, everything, like, it's all very formal and yeah. the perfect grammar. But now we've got Twitter, and now we've got Instagram, and now we've got, like, all these things, and, and even TikTok. And it's just, like, sometimes, like, uh, a clapback, even yeah. if it is, is just, like, you just say, something ooh, dumb. Yeah. And, then it, and then it's just, like, they are viewed as the winner or something. Yeah. Or, or calling a name can end something. For sure. I think it gets picked up on the algorithm more than most things, right? Because yeah. the people, I think, are more interested in, like, emotional mm -hmm. stuff rather than factual. I don't know. I mean, that's – I just I just judge our political process in, uh, on a grand <laughs> scale sometimes just because, like, they give, like, you two minutes to respond about a really dip deep issue that's yeah. really complicated, you know, like healthcare. Like, how right. do you expl explain healthcare in two minutes? Like, you can't, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Clickbait, mm. right? Clickbait. Yeah. And and something interesting that I learned about, like, and, and I mean, it's something that I've been learning about, like, the news is that, it, you know, because um, news platforms are required to make money, you know, like, you have to, like, you have to have some source of income to keep doing what you do, yeah. to keep hiring reporters and people and researchers and people like that. So, if you don't get clicks you become irrelevant because the media that you are putting out there isn't being sure. viewed. Sure. And honestly, I'll just say this. It's just like it's way e it's way harder to be honest and do hard work, right? And like really really go through the information that you're producing rather than, you know, talking points and yeah. being angry and following the mob and speaking to people that already have 
like a certain set of beliefs, you know? Absolutely. How do you, okay. Um, like I guess wrapping, wrapping up, like how do you, cause we've been talking about like politics for the past like 20 minutes, right? Yep. How do you think that your like strong sense of, of, um, politics and, and how do you think this will play into like the future of your relationship and even, even your life? Because, you know, like if this is, is, is this something that you think is going to continue to help your relationship grow? Or do you ever get worried that it's just like, oh. I'm too good at debating? Like, do you find it hard to like leave something alone or? I don't think I'm too good at debating. I think <laughs> I, I have a lot of work to do. Um, I'll just say this because that's kind of a hard question to answer. My that's career true. is the most important thing to me. Yeah. Like being successful is important to me. Gaining knowledge is important to me. Right. And if, if something were not to, if I were to be in any type of relationship, friendship, family, boyfriend, that was not supportive of my endeavor, you know, then it, then it would be an issue. Just as long as they're supportive and they let me do my career and be an individual in my life, like I'm yeah. okay with it, you know. Very interesting. And 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 I think that you, you say like family and, and sometimes sometimes political beliefs do split up families. Oh, and, my God. Yes. And best friends. And it's just like I, I especially because, you know, families have this tendency of being made up of different generations and yep. generations that uh, believed different things that depending on, the, you know, the information that was available at that time. Do you sure. see that as well? Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have it in my family and I like I bet everyone does. Like you all have different values and belief systems and, you know, you support different political ideologies and stuff. But for me, it's just like I've gotten to a point in my life where like uh, my family should be my family, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to tie in my political life and my journalism career into that sometimes because it gets exhausting because I'm doing it all the time anyways yeah and so like when my family wants to talk about it especially if they're disagreeing with me I'm like look sometimes they just want to do it just like people want to feel like they're right you know like yeah. they want to have an argument for argument's sake and I'm just like I don't want that right now like I just I want us to have a good relationship just setting a boundary yeah yeah so that's what I've had to work on a lot is setting boundaries you know because some of my uh I mean I'm, I'm really extreme in my views not even gonna lie like I'm very progressive, very, very progressive, and some of my family members are very conservative. Yeah. And that's definitely really, really hard sometimes, right? Because they, you know, during the elections, and some people of my family were, like, avid Trump supporters, and I was not, you know. Right. People always joke about the Thanksgiving political talk, right? Yeah, because it's so awkward. And I'm just yeah. like, I, I don't even know why people even, like, bear through that. Like, can you not talk about anything else in your life that you have to talk about politics? Like, I get it's so important. Like, it is really important. And if it comes up and you disagree, like, sure, address it. But if it gets to a point where you guys aren't finding common ground, um, then drop it. You know, yeah. and just, you know, be family and love each other. Okay. I love that. And I think that pertains a lot to relationships. So, so I mean, what I'm hearing is, is that in any relationship that you value, in, in, you know, in any relationship, it doesn't matter if it's someone you're dating or not. Um, you be mindful of your boundaries and be mindful of, of what matters most is what I'm hearing. Because sometimes winning an argument is not worth losing a family member over. 100%. And I agree. Cause sometimes that's what it feels like. It feels like you're just arguing for argument's sake. So, right. Better to be friends than enemies absolutely all right um thank you again for tuning in to a date with sugar and spice we'll see you next week we hope you have a wonderful holidays and you know what we're thankful for you yes i'm uh, personally like me personally i am thankful for all the people who like 
really click on my little podcast and listen because it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to to see your name in Spotify somewhere. And so to all those who have been listening and and especially this is big number eleven. This is a, our eleventh podcast Ooh, this congratulations. season. Congratulations! Thank you so much. And 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 you know what? I'm also grateful for Danny for being on this podcast with me. Danny, do you want to drop an Instagram or anything that people can follow you on? Yeah, just type in Danielle underscore Muret. And you, you might have to spell that for him because um, it's French, remember? Yes, M-E-U-R-E-T. You could also just find me on like SUU News. Perfect. I write articles there. So. Danny does write lots of articles. And and you know what? If you ever want to come visit her and, and debate a little bit, she's in the news office Do a not. Lot. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But remember to follow us um, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Music, or just Google search us and click on the first result. Um, we'll see you next week. And uh, thanks for listening. Au revoir. <laughs>